Femdot is on the verge of another great year, musically anyway. I mean, after two years or we could all use a come up, Femdot is now on his new eight song release called Not For Sale. And he shares both the, the macro and the micro feelings that 2020 and 2021 have given us all the opportunity to experience. Joining me on the line to talk about it all is Femi Adigan, who you may know better as Femdot. Thank you so much for making time for me today. No, no, no. Thank you for having me. Super appreciate it. Says no limit to the places where we go and took the keys. I hope my mom don't know this while you roll around. Yeah. Said a cop patrolling underage with bottles on this girl. I hope that they don't pull us over while you roll around. We have uh, become huge, huge fans of yours at Vocalo. Uh, you stay in rotation, and we thank you for for all the music. Uh, you're a very skilled MC, and I think people know that from the get-go, but I'm really grateful that you gave yourself the permission on this new project to not just show off your skills behind the mic, but you really shared a lot of heavy parts of yourself. Why is, yeah. is, is this the point in your career where you feel comfortable enough that you don't have to choose between one or the other? I think uh, at this point is the time where I'm comfortable enough in you know my voice and my ability um and who i am as a person that um it's now i think very much okay i've always been somewhat vulnerable but i think a true freedom is being able to kind of be vulnerable without really having any regrets for it so um i think i've reached that point more as a person and then it just reflects in the music and being an independent artist has to to help right you don't have anybody right. breathing down your neck telling you what's a single and what's not no, that's a fact. That definitely helps a lot because all of our singles tend to be pretty unconventional by regular, you know, industry standards. But they work, so you know. What have uh, What have you been hearing about this new project uh, lately? I know you're not supposed to read the comments or set up like Google alerts about yourself, but we're just people. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely people. So as much as people try to stay away from all of the comments and everything, we definitely look. Um, and it's been good. People have been. Um, really just, you know, been happy about the vulnerability and the conversation that's being had um, in the project. And I think that's that's really cool. I think uh, a central theme is that people can at least see I've grown um, as an artist and as a person, which is really all I wanted. For. So I just wanted people to know that, you know, I'm not the person that they were listening to two years ago. Who was that person compared to now? I mean, that, you know, it was that person was partially me, but... Uh, I think uh, that one was definitely still finding its footing, right? That was like fresh out of college, fresh out, fresh, you know, freshly rapping four times, trying to really, uh, you know, collect a, you know, identity or out post school or you know, find a new identity in adulthood. Um, um, who I am as a person uh, and the identity that I've created for myself is, is very much. I know he put in work and he just got a new position So he move oxy and obviously need someone to split the profit with So it seems like I just be be the one to get it He upgraded to moving white girl, now he moving chickens Oxy still coming by the zip, he needs someone to flip it Now I'm hesitant but my mind still tell me that I'm tripping Femme de la creme still need mixing and prom getting expensive I'm Jill Hopkins. This is Vocalo. Joining me on the line to discuss his new project, Not For Sale, it's Femdot. 
Uh, do you mind if we talk about a couple of these individual tracks on the the new uh, Not For Sale? Is it, yeah, absolutely. Are you calling it an EP? Is it an album? Is it a project? Uh, Is it an experience? <laughs> I think experience might be the best one. That's a new one. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a project, I guess. I treat everything like an album, but it is eight songs. So it's like, it's really, a, I guess, the project. Um, you know, I guess that's what, we, that's what we've been rolling with. But very much an experience, nevertheless. So I kind of rock with that. I've never heard nobody say Oh, you dropped the album? No, I dropped an experience. I feel like Prince or something. Yeah, we finna go with that. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, I think more of us should try to embody Prince when we're talking about our work. I mean, I'll take a drop of that self-confidence any day. <laughs> any day. Any day. I will take a half a drop. I don't even need a full drop. So, <laughs> half a drop. I need one one-inch heel. Uh, Literally. A purple army jacket. <laughs> Let me write. Let me get a. Let me get. A, let me get a purple blazer. Or something. <laughs> let me get a pressing curl and just see what happens. <laughs> you just see, just find out. <laughs> well, I want to talk about uh, sacrilegious and pray part one because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, I think that hip hop, uh, you know, at times feels like maybe the most religious of all of the secular genres of music. And, you know, that comes from black folks, you know, taking inspiration from gospel or just from their own upbringings. But when you speak Mm -hmm. about in a song that basically says, hey, maybe everybody prayer without works is dead. Like people have been saying that. But what if it's actually true? That feels really brave in the hip hop space and very personal. What brought you to that train of thought and what made you want to like, express that to the hip-hop community that may or may not agree with that i mean it was really just what i was going through at the time like i was and the crazy thing about it is sacrilegious is actually one of the oldest songs on the project so that i think that song was made i was written in like 2017 um and i was kind of just sitting and having this conversation really with myself mm. about like um you know how, how prayer is and and how that relates to money and how that relates to work and, and trying to, you know, like be better for yourself. And, um, I think writing it, I wanted to just write the honest conversation where it's not like, cause you can say, you know, so, you know, faith without work is dead or trying to, you know, pray without work is dead or money is this or blah, blah, blah. But like, I, I don't think I heard yet a song where it's an actual back and forth in terms of conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, it's not just the phrase. It's like, okay, here's the conversation behind that phrase. So it's like, you know, all my prayers turning capitalistic or all of this is going on. It's like, oh, like, I'm saying this because I'm figuring this out in real time versus this being like, oh, yeah, this is, the, this is what you need to do. It's like, honestly, I'm still having this conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. This is where I'm at with it. So that's kind of where, where that stems from. I, I like it when songwriters take us through a process with them. Yeah. And it's like a back and forth, but not like a, you know, Stan <laughs> schizophrenic right, 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 kind right. of thing. Like you know what fan, I mean? Like, you know, hey, Am, you're a big fan. Like, there's nothing like that. <laughs> no, no, you know, that, that's, that's amazing writing in itself, but it's nothing like that. It's more or less just like the actual conversation that I feel like, you know, you have when you're talking to yourself at home. And it feels very personal 
but also incredibly globally relatable. Yeah. I'm listening to it and I'm I'm taking it all in and I'm sitting here hoping that this this black man I know is also finding mm-hmm. room for joy for himself. Yeah. Can you yeah. tell me how you're how you're managing to to do that because I think we could all use a couple tips and tricks. Yeah, that has been a uh long going process of doing joy, especially joy that's not rooted in the work I do. Mm. Um like actually having self things and I started picking small things like playing music when I walk in the house or um you know I was like I recently learned what me time was like I'm like wait so me just sitting and not doing anything is not just being unproductive that's just being with myself oh I don't have to feel guilty about this cool so I've been trying to like incorporate that more and just things I like you know, like I like to play, I like to play ball. I like to, so trying to make time for certain things or even just setting in some sort of routine, mm. um, uh, in the morning, uh, you know, when I get up something that, that brings me joy, brings me joy is I wake up in the morning and I immediately like write things that I'm grateful for. And I'm like, so I'm kind of running through my whole day in a fit of gratitude, which allows, cause that's how I start my day. Mm. And I just kind of hold on to that energy until I, to the end of the day. And that allows me to definitely view things less stressful, which, you know, then allows me to take care of things in much more positive light, which have seen to allow me more time to do other things I like to do because I'm not stressing so much. Mm. But sometimes the reason we're not doing the things we want to do is not because you don't have time, it's because our mind is so occupied by the things that we don't want to do or the things that stress us out. But when you're changing the lens and kind of looking in terms of gratitude, it allows you kind of to not let things stress you out as much, at least in my case. And then I could have a little more time to try to do things out. Mm. <laughs> Duh. Gotta cut through like that every single time, too. Oh, God. Look. Hey. You ain't gotta tell me that I got it. Look, I know that I got it. This is Vocalo Radio, and I'm Jill Hopkins. You're listening to my conversation with Chicago MC Femdot. Now, there's a song on Not For Sale called Bussin', and it reminded mm-hmm. me of something I saw on Facebook the other day. There's a group called AAVE Fails, African American Vernacular English Fails, and it's just example after example of people misusing black slang, and for some reason, people use Bussin' wrong all the time. Yeah, you'll be surprised. And I don't even know how that's possible. <laughs> I don't either. Be very surprised. It sounds very like, straightforward as a word, but have you seen this happen in real life? I have. I ha- I have seen that happen when I uh go out of town or something, and I like, oh, this busting, ooh, and they'll be like, what? And then someone will just say it all off. Um, it's not that difficult. Like, <laughs> but maybe it is. Maybe. <laughs> well, that's fine. You know. I mean, there's plenty of. I think that's okay. There's plenty of things that I can see being misinterpreted, but Bustin' seems pretty straightforward. Bustin' definitely, no, that's a fact. Bustin' definitely don't seem like the thing that you need to misinterpret. I think there are way other words that are available for misinterpretation. Uh, And Bustin' definitely ain't one of them. So that's (laughs) hilarious. I'm going to have to send you the link for that. It is a, it, it is a laugh a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll definitely, I'll definitely could use a little chuckle. That would be funny. So. <laughs> now, before I let you go, uh, and because I am 
uh, a sucker for holiday uh, goodness and philanthropy. Can you tell me yeah. and all of us about Delacreme Scholars and what you all are doing for the city and, and the folks in it this holiday season? Oh, man, appreciate you. Yeah. So Delacreme Scholars is a nonprofit that we have been uh, running for a couple of years now. We currently have our scholarship on our fourth year of our scholarship. Um, that is the application is open right now. Um, it is for black and brown college students. Um, and we also have a fellowship for black and brown artists from Chicago, uh, ages 18 to 25. Um, and they're able to apply to get some funds either towards their scholastic career or towards their artistic career. Um, and it is open until December 28th. Uh, you can apply at delacrimscholars.org. Um, and we also have a toy and co drive on the 18th um, in the Cabrini Green community. Uh, we are accepting donations. Oh, I'm sorry, the toy and co drive on the 19th. We are accepting donations until the 18th. Um, but that is what we have going on, just trying to build um, you know, a better place than what we grew up in. I appreciate that as a lifelong city of Chicago resident and somebody who loves this town as much as I think you probably do. I can't yeah. thank you enough just on behalf of everybody. Yeah. Thank you for paying. Oh man, me. I appreciate it. No yeah. problem. It's just, you know, it doesn't you don't have to be somebody to help somebody, you know? Amen to that. Well, let me tell the people how to find more about you and more about that. You mentioned DelacremeScholars.org, and you can find the Delacreme Scholars on Twitter at DeLaScholars, and you can find Femdot at Femdot.com on Twitter and on the web. And Not For Sale is for sale, and it's also streaming everywhere now. Femdot, thank you so much. I can't wait to see you in real life. Uh,